learn to trust your own judgment and don't always ask for a second opinion. Um, especially don't ask for a second opinion from someone who is not living the life that you want to live um, or has not done what you want to do. Sometimes you're taking marketing advice from someone that has never even posted a post on social media. <laughs> you know, sometimes we can take it from the most random people and we're like, yeah, they're right. But when you actually look at it, you think, are they qualified to give that advice? Carly here and you are listening to the Made For More podcast, the show that talks about balancing business, babies and all the beautiful madness that lies in between. I promise you will learn a lot, you will grow a lot and you will laugh a lot but most of all I promise that you will finally see that you are made for incredible things and I'm here to help you achieve them all. It's time to stop telling yourself that your dreams are too big and start dreaming bigger. This is the Made For More podcast, let's do this. Okay, just a quickie, if you have been thinking about starting an email list and you haven't got around to it or you're feeling overwhelmed by it or you're thinking, what do I do? Then I've got a free training just for you. If you head to carlymyers.com forward slash build your list, I'm going to teach you exactly how to create an email list and how to do it organically so you don't have to pay for it. It is so simple and it is so, so important. If you are currently building your whole audience on social media, you don't own your audience. So having an email list is vital. I can't wait to see you there. It's on carlymyers.com forward slash build your list. See you in a bit. Hello, my friends. I hope you are all good. I hope you're having a wonderful day today. I'm so excited to bring you a little solo ep today. I've actually got some amazing uh, interviews lined up for us for the next couple of weeks, but you've got me on my own today. Um, but I'm really excited to talk about this subject because I feel like, especially when you... Um, When you've been in business for a little while now and you work with lots of people, what I've realised is that over time you start to attract similar people to you. You actually start to, especially when you really know like who, not necessarily who your ideal client is, but you actually start to really understand who you are. What I've realised is, is I've actually started to attract a lot of people into my life that are very, very similar to me. Um, And what I mean by that is multi-passionate, mega creative people with loads of ideas (laughs) and are normally in some kind of like crazy head fart thinking oh my god what do I even do how do I move forward with this um and yeah I've been having loads of conversations with people recently thinking and they've been coming to me saying Carly I've got so many ideas I feel so inspired um you know I've got so much going on but where do I start how do I do this what do I even do and um I've been loving having the conversations because actually I've been like this for a long time I'm like I'm never short of an idea um and what I've really had to do especially over the last year as my time has got even more limited and I've, I've you know I've got to be so strict with my time um what I've really learned is how to kind of channel that and take that creativity and take that excitement and inspiration and channel it into a plan and a strategy that actually helps me move forward because for such a long time I felt like I was working flat out and just not getting anywhere and not ever moving forward and was always starting stuff and not finishing stuff and I just felt like I was going around in circles so yeah I've really been loving helping people exactly like me and kind of sharing that wisdom because I know what it's like when you're in that place where 
your head just doesn't stop. It's honestly exhausting and really overwhelming. Um, and I'm really li- like, I'm just loving helping people work through that. So this is actually what, what I wanted to talk to you about today. And I've been hearing this phrase so much. I've been hearing people say, I start stuff, but I just don't finish. Maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you're watching or listening to this and thinking, ah, that is so me. I'm always starting stuff. And that was always me. You know, I would start a new business. I'd get excited. Um, and then I just wanted to finish it because something else would come along and I'd want to do that. Um, and actually, really, business and entrepreneurship, you need to get good at finishing the things that you start, you know, if that is actually the right thing to do for you. But mastering the mundane as well, you know, like I've, I've as soon as things start to get boring and monotonous, I tend to just think, oh, I can't bother with this anymore and I want to move away. Um, but what I've learned is actually how to master the mundane because that is actually where a lot of the value is and that's where a lot of the, the action uh, takes place. So I wanted to talk to you today about five ways that you can stay focused and finish what you start so that you can stop being a starter. I am a professional, um, well, I'm a recovered professional starter. um, And I wanna share with you my my five tips for staying focused and making sure that you're putting energy into the right place. So the first thing I wanna talk about, the first tip is that you you need to be aware of the Dunning-Kruger effect. Um, I've actually done a whole podcast on this. So if you look through my my previous podcast episodes, it's the one that's entitled, um, if you're, if something like if you've been working really hard and not getting anywhere, this is for you. Um, and I talk about this, but basically um, the Dunning-Kruger effect is it's an actual psychological study. And years ago, there was these two guys and they studied the fact that when you when people have less competence in a subject, so they actually don't really know what they're doing, they actually have higher level of confidence so they're way more confident in something because they actually really don't know and then the more that they learn about something the more they their confidence drops because they think oh actually there's a lot more in this than I thought and oh my god this is way more overwhelming than I thought and maybe I'm not as skilled as I thought and their confidence actually starts to drop um but what happens in with us in business in real terms is that we start something so if you're like me you're multi-passionate and you like to start a lot of things you start something you're mega excited you're like this is it this is the thing that is going to change everything you start it you've got a really high level of confidence you really fully believe that this is going to be the thing to change it all And you actually really don't know much about the topic at all, but you're gonna dive in and do all the learning. And then as you start to learn more, you start to realize, oh, okay, maybe this isn't, maybe this isn't actually gonna go as fast as I want to, or it's not gonna be as big as I want it to be. And so you actually start to doubt yourself. And what happens is you end up, if it was on a graph, you end up going down like a little bit of a a dip and you find yourself at the, the bottom of this dip just feeling really low in confidence, really doubting yourself and thinking, I don't know if I can do this. I can't do this anymore. I don't know what to do. Um, And you find yourself in this drop. So what happens when you are addicted to the Dunning-Kruger effect, you find yourself in that dip where your confidence is low and your competence um, is low the more you've learned. But you, instead of working through it and learning more to therefore growing confidence you actually just jump back to the top of that curve with a different idea so you say oh I can't be able to work through this I'm not gonna I'm not very good at this I'm gonna try something else and you keep just jumping back and doing that same cycle you're really confident in something you're really excited the more you learn about it the more your confidence dwindles and then you find yourself at the bottom of that drop again 
And people do this all the time and you just get addicted to keep going back to that start because you want that rush and you want that rush of confidence where you feel like, you know, there's so much hope and so much possibility. But actually, it's only when I really pushed through that curve and worked through the really shit bit where it's like, oh God, I don't want to do it. And you're really doubting yourself and and, and everything like that. It's actually only when I started to work through that uh, that I started to make progress in my business. So my first tip is beware of the Dunning-Kruger effect and catch yourself. If you are finding yourself at the bottom of that curve and you keep starting again and starting again and you're not finishing the things that you start, um, it's probably because of that. So yeah, definitely listen to that episode if you haven't listened to it already. The second one is to learn to trust your own judgment. Now, have you ever been really excited about something? Maybe you've listened to a training or a podcast or whatever, and you're so excited about it, and you go to a friend or a partner or uh, your parents maybe, and you're like, I'm going to do this thing, and I'm so excited, and it's going to be amazing. Um, and then they put, give you their opinion, and they're like, I don't think you should do that, or I just don't know if this is the right thing for you, or do you remember you tried that thing before and it didn't really work? And suddenly your, you know, your confidence and your excitement and everything just completely drops. Well, the thing is, we if we keep bringing in all the voices from other people, it actually drowns out your own voice and you, in the end, start making decisions and do things based on what other people want for you. And you actually, in the end, find yourself completely lost. You might find yourself at a place where you're thinking, this isn't even what I want. I'm working my ass off, but this is actually not I want. Well, not what I want. And that's because you've been listening to the opinions and the um, advice from other people. So one of the main causes of um, procrastination is that a confused mind does nothing. And when you let in too many people's opinions, it's so hard to figure out what the best thing to do is. And that's why you end up keep going around in circles. And one day you're thinking, yes, I'm going to do this. And then the next day you think, oh, okay, no, I'm going to do that. And it's actually because you haven't learnt to tune into your own intuition and trust your own judgment and figure out whatever it is that you want. Now your intuition is actually your most important and powerful tool and you really need to protect it and the way that you protect it is by not opening yourself up to too many people's opinions. So when you can actually learn to trust your own judgment the only question that you ever need to ask is does this feel right? And this has been such a massive game changer for me recently all I ask myself is, does this feel right? And does this this lead to the happiest version of me and the happiest version of my life? If it doesn't, then I don't do it. And, you know, I've even had these conversations with Kurt recently where he said, and he's amazing. He gives me so much advice and he actually does help me, you know, get a lot of clarity in my, in my head. Um, but even recently he said, oh no, I think you should do it like this and blah, blah, blah. And he was, he was like telling me his opinion and what he thought. And I just knew because I'd really tuned into myself, I just knew that what I was saying was right. And I just didn't take it on. And I said, no, honestly, I really think this is the right way for me. Um, and then he's since realized that that is, that is the right way. And he's, he's come on board with that. But it's only because I took that time to tune into myself that I was able to say, hmm, no, I'm right. I know my I know my choices are right and I know this is the right way for me. So um, yeah, learn to trust your own judgment and don't always ask for a second opinion. Um, especially don't ask for a second opinion from someone who is not living the life that you want to live um, or has not done what you want to do. Sometimes you're taking marketing advice from someone that has never even posted a post on social media. <laughs> you know, sometimes we can take it from the most random people and we're like, yeah, they're right. But when you actually look at it, you think, are they qualified to give that advice? You know, if you're actually in a job and you were interviewing someone to to advise you in a role, 
These people you're taking advice from, most of the time, you'd never ever hire them to be in that role, but for some reason you still take their advice. So um, yeah, learn to trust your own judgment and block out the noise it is so much better. The third one is to celebrate the wins along the way. Now, I'm all for big goals. Believe me, I am. I'm I'm all about them. Um, but if you get so focused on the big goal and you only celebrate once you hit that big goal, then you actually end up resenting the journey the whole way and you quickly lose interest, to be honest. I've got the attention span of a gnat and I get so bored. I need those, you know, kind of small goals to go for. And so when you actually achieve something, when you set a goal and you achieve it, you get a rush of dopamine. Now, dopamine is actually a chemical that's released in our brain and it makes you feel good. It's the same chemical that's released when you go shopping, if you, have a kiss and a cuddle with someone or if the when you see the Domino's pizza man arrive <laughs> when I see him pulling up I'm like Ooh, nice bit of rush of dopamine um but the point is we crave this feeling we crave this rush and this chemical of dopamine and without it we get really bored and really unsatisfied and so by setting yourself small goals that lead to your bigger goal um, and you reward yourself with something juicy at every single point you're much more likely to stay engaged and excited because ultimately you're getting that rush of dopamine all the time and you know sometimes I think say for example like um, an Olympic athlete they have to learn to celebrate along the way, the whole journey, because the Olympics only comes around four times a year. No, wait, every four years. And if they only celebrated, if they won that race, that's four years of their life where they're not getting the rewards for their efforts. You know what I mean? And if they get to that race and they end up losing or it doesn't go how they want to, that's another four years. That's such a dangerous place, I think, to... Um, to be built, you know, to be spending your life and spending your days in that thing where you're like, well, I'll hold off on my my joy and my fulfillment until I reach that point. And that point is never promised to any of us. So we have to learn how to find joy and enjoyment and fulfillment in the journey and in the everyday. And the way that we do that, I think, is by um, you know, setting these small goals and celebrating the small wins. So a way that I celebrate my small wins is um, I get in the hot tub with a glass of wine and it sounds really bougie, but it's normally a white Zinfandel. <laughs> I, when I, Kurt was away on a stag do this week and um, when he came back, he looked in the bin and he was like, babe, did you drink a bottle of white Zinfandel? I was like, yes, don't judge me. It was nice. Um, but that is my way of celebrating. So it's kind of like an anchor thing. It like my body knows that I'm celebrating and I'm rewarding myself when I've done something great and I like sit in the hot tub and it's, yeah, it's amazing. So make sure that you're you're celebrating those wins. Fourthly, is that fourthly? Fourthly is create a strategy and get clear on the end goal. Now, most of the time that you, most of the reason that you lose focus and you can't decide on the next steps to take is because you've lost sight of the end goal that you're working towards. And it's so easy to get uh, distracted and see something else that someone else is doing well. And you think, oh, maybe I should be doing that. Or, you know, they're doing that and they just completely skyrocketed. I should do that too. But when you're crystal clear on your end goal, you just need to ask yourself, does this get me closer to my goal? There are so many things that are effective. There are so many things that you can do to build a business, um, but they don't always lead you to the goal that you want to create and the ultimate business that you want to create. So ask yourself, does this get me closer to that goal? And without a clear strategy, you can end up working all the hours, but just aimlessly wandering around being busy. You know, keeping yourself busy is 
uh, is not a great place to be. So I really recommend booking a, a strategy session with someone outside of your business. So, you know, when you're trying to goal set and when you're trying to create a strategy, I've said this before, but sometimes it's quite hard for you to see it. You're too attached to it. You're too emotionally attached to it. Um, but by getting someone else's eyes on it, it really, really helps you, you know, create a strategy that is productive and honestly leads you to where you want to get to. So yeah, um, have a strategy session and plan out your next six months action steps. And then just always keep bringing yourself back. You know, when you think about, you know, when people talk to you about meditation and they say that when you, um, when you meditate, like think of a flame or something or think of whatever, seeing a flame. And whenever you get a thought, you almost knock it away and just come back to that flame and I feel like that's how I see my goals I have to have that clear vision of what my goal is and when my mind starts wandering I just have to bring myself back to that flame bring myself back to that goal um, and stay in line and I feel like I'm always yeah bringing myself back Um, and that's what a clear strategy will do for you And then the last thing, you've heard me say this before, you'll hear me say this a million more times, is that you need to stop saying yes to things that should be a no. So as a recovering, not recovered, recovering people pleaser, I absolutely get this. And saying no to people when people ask you to do something can feel awful. It feels like you're letting people down. And the worst feeling for me is when I feel like I'm disappointing someone. Um... So saying no to someone can feel awful. But what I realize is that you have to say no. And remember that every time you say yes to someone, you're saying no to something else that you really want to do. If you say yes to someone else, you're actually saying no to yourself and your dreams a lot of the time. So if you keep prioritizing other people's needs above your own, your dreams are gonna get placed further and further up on that someday shelf. Um, I was watching... Toy Story the other day, and you know there's that little wheezy, squeaky toy that's up on the shelf and it's all dusty and uh, Woody gets put up there. Um, you can tell I've got two kids, can't you? Um, that's how I see like people's dreams. It just gets keep get, get gets pushed further and further up on this someday shelf, gathering dust, um, and you never really get down to it. So, how do you know what you should be saying no to? This is a really easy one. If it is not a full body, heck yes, oh my god. I'm in, then it's a hell no. That's it. If it's like a, Meh, I could do that, then it's a no. Um, and saying no isn't rude. And putting yourself first is not selfish, but it is up to you to set those boundaries because no one is going to turn around to you and say, do you know what, Carly? I think you need some boundaries and I'm just going to give you your space and uh, and just let you focus on you for a little while. No one is going to do that because people are out for themselves. Not in a bad way, but People just want to get by in their own life. And if there's something, a way that you can help them do that, then they're going to reach out to you. But it's up to you to set those boundaries and just say, I can't do that, but what I can do is this um, and start saying no to people. And it will feel uncomfortable at first, but gradually, I actually love it now. And it starts to feel starts to feel really good. Um, so that is it. That is my five ways to stay focused. When those str- shiny objects strike, um, you can, if you stick by these kind of like five principles, you will always feel on track. And when I, whenever I get overwhelmed, I kind of come back to these things and I look at my calendar, for example, and say, what have I been saying yes to that I could have been saying no to? You know, come back to these principles. Um, and being a multi-passionate is 
a great thing. And having a never ending flow of ideas is a great thing, but only if you learn to manage it and keep moving forward. Otherwise you are literally gonna go out in circles and drive yourself crazy. No, I never like to finish any kind of coaching without giving you some action steps. Um, so here are your action steps to move forward. Number one, get crystal clear on what your ultimate, your ultimate dream life is. Not what someone else wants for you, not what your partner's dream life looks like. What does your dream life look like? And what does your dream business look like? How does your day look? So a great way of doing this is to imagine your perfect day. From the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, every aspect, how do you spend that day in your ultimate dream life? So write that out. And then, like I said, everything that comes up, ask yourself, does this get me closer to that goal? Um, Secondly, map out all the smaller wins on the way to your bigger goal and decide how you're going to celebrate each one. So start chunking it down into tiny, tiny wins. You know, if your goal is that you want to, I don't know, have 100,000 TikTok followers, um, that might not be your goal. But if your goal is that, then celebrate each 500 or celebrate each 1,000. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter how much you're celebrating, um, but make sure that you're chunking it down. And then lastly, look at your calendar. I said this before, but look at your calendar and see what you have been saying yes to and see what you can now say no to. And make sure that your calendar reflects your priorities. You have to be a top priority in your own life. If you are not, then you're going to be the bottom priority for your whole life and your dreams and everything are going to go on that someday shelf. Um, but only you can change that. So I hope you found that helpful. I'm excited for you. I love all my multi-passionate, multi-creative, crazy-minded folk. <laughs> if, if this resonates with you if, you, if you are like me, if you are a multi-passionate, like, ah, I've got so many ideas and I just don't finish any of them and I've got so many plates in the air, um, then reach out to me on Instagram. I want to know you. I want to chat to you. Um, and I want to help you. Um, but I hope you loved that episode. I hope you found it helpful. Please take a screenshot, add it onto your Instagram, um, and tag me at Carly Myers Life. And of course, share with any other crazy, multi-passionate folk that you know, I want a mission to help you because we can do some powerful, powerful things when we channel our energy and channel our focus. So thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day and I can't wait to come to you next week. Hopefully we'll need to be. Bye. Hey, just a quickie. If you would love more info like this and you want to engage with more people exactly like you, then make sure you head over to my Facebook group, the Ambitious Female Entrepreneur Club. It is an amazing space full of entrepreneurs and ambitious people that are going to challenge you to become more and be more and do more and create more for yourself. I'm so inspired by this group of women and every single month I get an expert coming in and teaching a free masterclass alongside lots of other free trainings and Facebook lives and loads of assets to help you build your business online. I really cannot wait to welcome you into the Ambitious Female Entrepreneur Club. See you soon. Bye.